Good evening. There are many stories breaking tonight. But tonight, NDTV is leading with a story which really sums up how we treat women in India. Last week, we were shocked by the story of a father who bit his five-month-old baby girl on her face so badly that her nose came off and her lips are damaged. He was drunk and angry. It was a daily routine for him because he was frustrated that he had two daughters. The little girl is thankfully stable but needs urgent plastic surgery because she doesn't have a nose. Her young life scarred at the very beginning. But tonight, the even more tragic story of her mother. She was married when she was 14, abused for 20 long years. Yet she had the courage to file a case against her husband when he turned on her daughters. He's now in jail. But for daring to do that, her in-laws have thrown her out of her home in Bikaner. Today she has no money, no home, as she runs around a government hospital in Jaipur. Unless we help her and her daughters regain their dignity, we can't expect anything to change on how women are treated in India. Married at 14, she has lived with an alcoholic and abusive husband for 20 years. She sent her older two children, a son and a daughter, to live with her parents in the hope of a better life and education. But she could endure the torture no further when on the night of 26 January, her husband came home drunk. After beating her, he attacked his younger two daughters, biting the three-year-old on the back and chewing off his five-month-old baby's nose and lips. She finally mustered up the courage and filed a police case. Alone and friendless, miles away from home, she has brought her daughter to Jaipur for treatment. Nobody has stood by her except her old father. She has been in the house. Money too is in short supply. For now, the government is trying to help with the medical expenses. If required and if we need to take her somewhere else or here there is some extra expenditure, definitely we have the Chief Minister's fund from which we would be requesting the CM to uh, give support. While doctors may, with plastic surgery, reconstruct the little baby's face, what will be most difficult for this family will be the emotional trauma after they are discharged from this hospital. In Jaipur, with cameraman Shamshu Zoha, Harsha Kumari Singh for NDTV. We will follow the story that woman, she and her daughters, cannot be left to fight this alone. Moving from real India to the politics that can change India, Today, the cabinet cleared the Lokpal bill, which envisages setting up an anti-corruption agency, a nine-member Lokpal. It will be brought to parliament this session, but there are some major changes in this bill the cabinet has cleared, different from what had been recommended by earlier committees of MPs. The big changes, now those accused of corruption will be given a chance to respond to charges before a decision is taken to clear sanction of prosecution. Also, the Lokpal will not be able to transfer CBI officials investigating cases. This will be done by the CBI itself. The other big change, the government exempts political parties from the Lokpal ambit. 
Also, states will now set up their own Lok Ayoks via separate laws within a year of the central Lokpal being set up. The government, however, maintains that they've, expected, uh, they've accepted 14 out of 16 amendments that had come to them. At the time of preliminary inquiry, because the person should know what are the allegations that have been raised against him. He might be having the records to prove that these, those allegations are false. Therefore, that opportunity has to be given to him. Element of surprise is the most important when you are investigating the role of an officer against whom allegations of corruption complaint has been filed. The government is making jalebis and jalebis and jalebis. They are not straight. Why can't you just make CBI independent? That's it. One single demand. Make CBI independent. Government will not do it. Cutting across political lines, most members of parliament are opposed to the Lokpal bill. But the cabinet has still gone ahead and made its intentions clear of how much it accepts the select committee's recommendation. The big question is, will there be a political consensus or a resolve to pass it in both houses of parliament in the budget session. Otherwise, the writing is on the wall. The government will have to be ready for another agitation on the streets. Well, Congress President Sonia Gandhi had written to Anna Hazare saying the bill will be passed, but what will be the political reality? Joining me for more on that is Ravi Shankar Prasad, Deputy Leader of the Opposition of the BJP. I'm also joined by Shantaram Nayak, Congress MP, who was a member of the committee which looked at the bill uh, sent by the Rajya Sabha. I'm also joined by Prashant Pushan of the Ahmadmi Party and Anjali Bhardwaj. She's a member of the People's Group fighting to look at the right, people's right to information. Thank you all very much for joining me tonight. Mr. Prasad, you've expressed opposition already to some key points. Can you just elaborate on why you think this bill is not what the standing committee, the select committee had actually cleared? Uh, first, uh, Sonia, I have also flagged that once the fine print are there, we will come with a structured response. Mm -hmm. But purely legally speaking, a select committee recommendation goes to the Raj Sabha the chairman of the Raj Sabha having sent it for select committee. Mm -hmm. It is the property of the house. Only the Raj Sabha can change it. Even the government cannot. The government today has accepted 14 out of 16. Mm -hmm. But what we have really objection on two key issues, which I articulated in my press conference today. If you are going to have a preliminary inquiry against any officer or employee whose corruption is subject matter of investigation, then the element of surprise goes. He will ensure that all the evidence is destroyed or lost. Therefore, the select committee very deliberately, elaborately discussed that and said it should be discretionary. Uh, Lokpal has inquiry wing, has a prosecution wing. Therefore, preliminary inquiry should be there. When a charge sheet is filed, sanction is there, there is various safeguards available. This we feel is government has done is not the right thing. And you are not upset that political parties aren't in the ambit? You are not upset that political parties are not in the ambit of the Lokpal? Well, Sonia, I need to clarify it very clearly. Political party, we are never in the ambit of Lokpal. Lokpal from the very beginning is something which is funded by the government or those who are working with the government. Mm -hmm. Therefore, societies, 
or companies, corporate entity, which are funded by the government or NGOs who are being funded beyond 10 lakhs from foreign sources. Those benchmarks are there. Political parties rightly covered by the election commission, registered with the election commission in 29, the power of derecognition vested with the election commission, the penal provision there with the election commission, and with the courts in the event a particular MP or MLA is found to indulge in corrupt practice. Therefore, a whole mechanism is available. No, but I, Political I, I, parties uh, as an entity being covered by the Lokpal was never in the ambit from the very beginning. Though the election commissioner has made the point that they also commented really, really when they look at election funding. Let me just bring in Prashant Pushan of the Aam Admi Party. Prashant Pushan, we heard a uh, very senior lawyer as well as politician Ravi Shankar Prasad articulate the BGP's view. But the big picture, and again, I've, we've got questions coming in from viewers. Philip Bishop School uh, have written in asking, is the Lokpal bill a foolproof solution to corruption? The big picture, will this help in eradicating high-level corruption in India? See, uh, Sonia, uh, let us understand why there was this demand for a Lokpal and what was the meaning of Lokpal. The entire rationale for Lokpal was that it would be an investigative agency for corruption which is independent of the government. Mm -hmm. <coughs> because we, f we had found, and that's what the UN Convention Against Corruption also says, that if you have a government-controlled investigative agency against corruption and it is supposed to investigate corruption in the government, there is a conflict of interest. And that is why an independent investigative agency was required. Now, you have the government's bill creates a Lokpal which has no investigative machinery at all. It is required to get its investigations done by government-controlled agencies like CBI or the police. Now, if the investigation is going to be done by government-controlled investigative agencies and the CBI will continue to remain under the administrative yes. control of the government, meaning that transfers, postings, promotions, disciplinary actions, removal, everything will be controlled by the government, then what is the point of a Lokpal? Because the whole rationale let was that it would be an independent investigating agency. Let me just get Mr. Shantaram so Nayak on that. I, I, I'm just going to get Mr. Shantaram Nayak to respond to that because this is something which not just the Congress but the majority of political parties agreed on. And in fact, the CBI itself had said that we want our investigation to be um, wing to be retained under the CBI. But this is something that many groups have opposed strongly, not just the Ahmadmi Party but other uh, civil rights groups uh, like Anjali's group as well. Uh, Shantaram Nayak. What is the rationale? Doesn't this undercut C or CBI cut the Lokpal off at its been, knees? Go ahead. <clears throat> See, first of all, CBI has been fairly, fairly impartial all these years. And that is why various Mr. political Ravishankar parties... Mr. Ravishankar Prasad won't agree with even, you on that. Even, no, even, but Mr. Ravishankar Prasad won't opponent, agree please, with you on that. Please, 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 even opponents from time and again, let us, let us count how many times the opposition parties have not demanded uh, CBI inquiries in various matters. If CBI was not independent, why should they have demanded CBI inquiries? Therefore, it is proved that CBI is fairly independent and they have proved to be fairly independent all these years. Anjali, come in here, come in here on that, that we see it often becomes a political game that if uh, no political party was to give up control of the CBI, because tomorrow it may be the NDA in power. So in that sense, they want to keep the CBI uh, control. Why do you think that's so crucial? It's all very well to say that it's not it's imp uh, partially in opposition, but it changes when you're in governance. 
Sure, I think it's important to understand that the whole agitation for the Lokpal was really because we felt and people felt across the board that the Central Bureau of Investigation wasn't adequately independent and there was the demand for an independent investigating body. Now, what we see in the form of the bill right now, the draft, is that the CBI has been made the, has been made the investigating body for the Lokpal. The Lokpal hasn't been given an investigating known. body. But that was known pretty so much since the first the standing committee recommendation. Yes, and what, what has but been demanded... But the CBI director appointment has changed. That's yes, a crucial that, change. That is a very important change, and I think that's a very welcome change. That The, um, the, the Chief Justice of India is yes, part of it. The appointment of the CBI director has been made fairly robust, and I think... Uh, we do acknowledge that that is a very welcome step. The other welcome step which has happened through the select committee and which has been uh, accepted by the cabinet is that the selection of the Lokpal itself has been now shifted. The Earlier it was predominantly the government which was selecting the Lokpal. Now there has been a change which I think is a welcome change that there's an independence there as well. Mm -hmm. However, the issue that remains to be uh, resol resolved is that the independence of the investigating agencies is being done or not. And I think right now the bill basically says that the Lokpal will have power of superintendence over the CBI, but we all know from experience and that superintendence doesn't really mean very much. And the amendment says that they can't transfer, that they can't yes, even transfer no, unless, officials investigating there cases. there is administrative control. And the select committee made a very limited recommendation that transfers of officials who are looking into matters that are referred to them by the Lokpal should be done in concurrence with the Lokpal. Now, even that has been dropped by the cabinet, that which I think is a matter of great concern. Let me get Ravi Shankar Prasad in on that. That, in a way, that while the political parties uh, will bicker on the fine print, as you put it, a core issue like this has been ignored. The question of who actually controls the CBI. In fact, Sonia, I was exactly coming to that when you interrupted me. Give me some time. Yes, of course. On a point of clarity, Lokpal today has an investigation wing, has also a prosecution wing. Mm -hmm. That is under clause 11 and 12 of the select committee recommendation. If the Lokpal so chooses, it can entrust the inquiry to the CBI under the Delhi Police Establishment Act. That is the factual legal position in the select committee recommendation. The BJP has been from the very beginning saying that though CBI is a professional body, but CBI needs full autonomy. And we insisted, and I'm happy that Director CBI is to be appointed by Collegium of the Prime Minister, the Leader of Opposition, and the Chief Justice. Mm -hmm. And the prosecution wing has also been separated to be appointed under the CVC, Director of Prosecution. It is a welcome development. Where the matter of very serious concern, which I objected to in my press conference was, that if a particular investigating officer is investigating something referred to by the Lokpal, he could not have been transferred but with the approval of Lokpal. That has been given a go-by by the government. Why? Empirical evidence is there, Sonia, that suddenly if the investigation leads to a sensitive spot, the investigator is needed for some higher posting and he is transferred. We have yes. known that. You need a particular safeguard for that. I regret to say we are going to oppose it tooth and nail when the matter comes to that. And, and I wish to assure you, as far as our party stand is concerned, we had said give a fixed tenure that they have agreed, but don't re give re-employment incentive to a retired director of CBI. That they have deleted. We'll insist for that. But the BJP has given a charter of eight points to make the CBI more autonomous, and we are going to insist 
when the debate comes about in the parliament to make CBI more autonomous, more functional, tuned to investigate. Yes, Shantaram. Yes, Mr. Naik. Yeah. No, you are, I am asking to see. I am coming to your main question, which you had asked in the beginning, whether this bill is going to succeed in eradicating corruption in from the country. I would say the eradication of corruption will succeed, not necessarily on account of the Lokpal bill, but I would say that it is basically because of a law which is being enforced in this country, mm -hmm. and that is Prevention of Corruption Act 1988, which was formed during Rajiv Gandhi's time. It is Rajiv Gandhi who had taken initiative to But Mr. Nayak, that hasn't helped eradicate corruption in India at all. <laughs> Therefore, I am saying so that law which is, going to be, which is going to be implemented by the Lokpal and therefore Lokpal will be successful, not necessarily because of Lokpal per se, because of Rajiv Gandhi's law of corruption. No, but let me just ask uh, Mr. Prashant Pushan. Let me just ask Mr. Prashant Pushan. And Mr. Prashant Pushan, let's look at the, op the other side of the argument. We've been pushing uh, independent uh, investigative agency, give this uh, statutory power, give it constitutional authority like the Election Commission, etc. But the fact is, we have the CBC, we have the Prevention of Corruption Act, we have a plethora of anti-corruption legislation. It's the implementation that's the issue. And the problem is that... Will this just create another agency, more confusion? The question of how one agency will deal with the other. The CBI wants its own turf. The Lokpal will battle over its own turf. We've got uh, questions coming in from uh, millions writing and saying that you must ask Mr. Prashant Bhushan that f for a villager or for a person who goes to Tehsildar or for somebody who goes to a constable, how will it change their lives? The, the whole hope or expectation of the Lokpal bill is so high, it cannot succeed. Well, <clears throat> when uh, in August 2011, when Anna Hazare sat on his fast and the entire parliament debated this issue for uh, several days, at the end of that they gave three assurances. First, that the Lokpal would have within its ambit all public servants from top to bottom. Second, that citizens' charter which means that a charter of every public authority about uh, what they were supposed to do within how much time would be administered by the Lokpal. And third, that there would be Lokayukts on the same lines as the Lokpal in the states. This was quite apart from the fact that the Lokpal was supposed to be an agency completely independent of the government. Now, none of this has been considered. On top of this, this act provides that even before you register an FIR against a public servant, which means even before you can start an investigation, you have to hear that public servant, give him an opportunity of hearing. And thereafter, after investigation, again give him an opportunity of hearing. So is it better? So is this Lokpal bill? Attack. We are bringing in so a full-fledged bill on citizen charter. We are bringing a full-fledged bill on citizen charter. Not only a small chapter in the Lokpal bill. So there will be many. Uh, Ravi Shankar Prasad, I know you. I, I'm going to get Mr. Ravi Shankar Prasad because he has to leave soon. But Mr. Ravi Shankar Prasad, just to ask you, we've heard that uh, the Congress, uh, Sonia Gandhi, is assured Anna Hazare that we will see a Lokpal bill pass this session. Anna Hazare has also said that this bill is a joke. He doesn't accept it. Do you think that now, in a sense, the UPA government and politicians were pushed into a corner to provide some kind of Lokpal bill? And will we actually see a Lokpal bill pass this session? Will we see a Lokpal being set up this session? Well, it is not a case of being pushed to a corner, Sonia. In the last session, Arun Jaitley and myself both raised this issue. 
and there is an assurance by the minister that in the budget session the bill shall be there. It is a parliamentary assurance. On a point of correction to Mr. Prashant Bhushan, in the present bill there is a separate chapter of model Lokayukt for all the states which have to be implemented in, uh, within a period of one year. But yes, let me address the larger question which you are flagging. Let us be very honest about it, Sonia. But for the monitoring by the Supreme Court in 2G and other cases, CBI would not have been allowed to act fairly. I know it. I am a member of JPC myself examining the matter, which I cannot say it publicly. Mm -hmm. But we know what kind of pressure has been there. But these developments, coupled with people's awareness and campaign, media, court, certainly anti-corruption movement has come to acquire a great milestone in the country, right. which we have to accept. And if these laws, which the people are adopting, which the select committee has given a strong teeth, which I am sure we are going to push forward in the parliament very strongly, is going to create a big antidote against corruption. And no, let me tell you, yes. I always say, if I can give the parting shot, <laughs> some political parties gave connectivity of cable and colored television in a state in South India. Mm -hmm. People got that, saw what has happened in 2G and voted that party out lock, stock and barrel. Let me also give a parting shot. I hope the BJP allows the bill to be passed and does not do tactics which they did last time. Well, let, let, me ask, let me just ask both political parties, why don't both of you agree to pass election reforms for so long? You forgot that the Prevention of Corruption Act is there since 1947. You only remember Rajiv Gandhi. I am not uh, having the a discussion with those issues. I am only saying you are representing your party. Maintain the standard of this debate. I am watching. That's all I am maintaining. Please maintain your standard. Mr. Prasad, let's see what happens in Lokpal in this budget session. As I said, nothing is guaranteed given the current state of uh, politics in the country. And of course, the controversy over Mr. Shinde's comments will come up in Parliament as well. So hopefully the session of Parliament will function. But just to ask, sir, my parting uh, question to you since you have to leave. Why is it that parties are not uniting on passing electoral reforms? Even the Justice Verma Committee has recommended that politicians who have charges against them, heinous charges, should not be given tickets. No party will unite on that. So you won't take the tough decisions, but will take... Decisions around this a diluted version which, don't, which doesn't really rustle or ruffle any feathers and then you will pass this bill. I'm happy you have asked me this question. Let me inform you, Sonia, as the law minister in Bajpayee government, I had moved a bill that if in heinous offences, charges have been framed in two separate offences, namely you are a habitual offender, you will not contest. Mm -hmm. I regret to say there was no consensus. Ultimately, you have to take along the majority. I only hope that this movement will carry on. And let me tell you, we shall continue to agitate. My views on these issues are too well known, Sonia. I fight within my party. I will fight in the parliament. And I am sure a campaign is rising where all these concerns will be, will be addressed. Right, and thank you, Sonia. Thank you very much, Mr. Prasad. Now, I spoke earlier to Arvind Kejriwal, uh, the head of the Aam Aadmi Party. Here are some edited excerpts uh, from that interview. And I began by asking Mr. Kejriwal that why... He referred to this uh, Lokpal bill version as a jalebi. Mr. Kejriwal, uh, some would say that at least you're going to have a Lokpal bill. Something is better than nothing. And this has been decided upon by select committees, standing committees, uh, the, cabinet of, uh, the cabinet of the UPA government. Surely we should now accept this. Wh what would you say? Uh, Sonia, let me just give a very broad overview of what I look, think about it. Yes. That 
this is the first time in the world that you are going to have an anti-corruption agency which will not have the power to investigate. Mm -hmm. It's unheard of. An anti-corruption agency which would just receive the complaints of corruption and it has to outsource all its investigations to CBI mm -hmm. and CBI is controlled by the government. Secondly, when Anna sat on Anshan on 16th August 2011, then on 27th August 2011, all the parties sat in the parliament and they unanimously passed a resolution. The whole country saw that on television, uh, uh, um, uh, saying three things. It was a unanimous resolution that there will be Lokayuktas through the same bill, yes. Citizens Charter through the same bill, as well as the entire bureaucracy. Now they have gone back on all the three things. None of these three things are there. Which no. means that the government cheated the nation. But and the third is, yes. this bill is two steps backward rather than a one step forward. Mm -hmm. Because this bill rather than, uh, uh, rather than attacking corruption, it provides a very watertight protection to the people who are corrupt. For instance, I will give you just two instances. This is the first time that you would have a criminal justice system where you will, a uh, corrupt person, before registering an FIR against him, mm -hmm. the government will have to issue a show cause notice to him, asking him that, sir, can we, can we file an FIR against you? And you show all the evidence to him at the first stage. And he will wipe off all the evidence. He will wipe out all no, the but, uh, but Mr. Keshwal, if I can just ask you, eventually, as I said, this bill has gone through a standing committee, a select committee. It's uh, gone through, it was passed in the Lok Sabha. It's now gone through the cabinet again. At the end of the day, someone has to take a decision and parliament is supreme. In that sense, this is not just about the UPA, but MPs across parties have agreed to the core issue, as you made the point of the CBI independence. They have said that this would not happen. Isn't it finally now parliament's right to decide? Your agitation was very successful. Now it is up to parliament to decide. Obviously, it is the parliament of India. But why is the parliament doing this? This is what the people of the, this country want to know. As you rightly said that the select committee consists of all the parties. Why are all the parties not passing a strong anti-corruption law? Because most of these parties have indulged in corruption. Because if these parties presented a strong anti-corruption law, many of these people would be in jail. Their properties would be confiscated. The cabinet which has passed the Lokpal bill today, if the cabinet passed a strong Lokpal bill, half of this cabinet would be in jail tomorrow. Now, you can't imagine this cabinet to pass a suicidal bill for themselves. I'm, I'm going to get Mr. Shantaram Nai to react to that in just a moment. But first, when you when you paint this gloomy picture, Arvind Kejriwal, the point is we just had a landmark judgment where a former chief minister of Haryana and his son were sent to jail for 10 years. So, in that sense, it's not entirely true to say that there's nothing to deal with corruption. We've seen that the courts, the CBI investigated that case, the court handed down a landmark judgment. These are exceptions, Sonia. How much of corruption is taking place in this country? And how many years did it take for Chitala? I completely agree that the investigation took way too long, but there was justice. How will the Lokpal change this? That's the question, that the Lokpal just adds another layer, doesn't necessarily speed things up anyway. It took 10 years. Are you happy with that? No, not at all. How many years did it take for the charge sheet in Lalu's case? 14 mm -hmm. years. 14 years for the charge sheet. Now, I don't know how much time would the trial take place. Trial take. So, uh, what I'm trying to say is that we are not, none of the people in this country are happy with the system. Mm -hmm. One fluke case, the Vachotala's case. Rest of the cases are happening only under the court supervision. So, I don't think any one of us are, there is so much of corruption that we are seeing all around the place. So, these stray cases actually don't define the system. They are exceptions to the rule. 
do you think Arvind Kejriwal, and I think that point is right, that what was originally promised or the speeches made at uh, Jantar Mantar were very different from what this final bill actually is. Is it because political parties feel that the whole Anna Hazare agitation and your agitation of the Lokpal bill has lost resonance? We've seen it with the diminishing crowds. I mean, it started off with uh, thousands, uh, you, you would say lakhs, who uh, came to the uh, rallies at that time. It eventually dwindled out and political parties can sense that, and which is why you've seen that they think that they can pass a diluted bill. I don't agree with that. You see, the, all the political parties stand exposed today. And this is what the people are watching. On 16th August, when the people came on the streets, when lakhs of... Do you agree that at that time, there were lakhs of people on the streets across the country? At that time, what happened? The people are asking, when we came on the streets, then what happened? Nothing happened. So now there is no point in coming on the streets every now and then, every day there is no point in coming on the streets. So the only option left with the people is to vote. So next time I think the next elections, the 2013-2014 elections, and you have seen that many of these assembly elections also corruption has been an issue. Last year out of five assembly elections, last year five assembly elections happened in the month of January, in four states Congress lost. Why did they lose? Because well, it was the people who were watching the way the Congress was cheating the people of this country every now and then. Well, the irony is not necessarily that the alternative chosen was much better. But just to say, Anna Hazare, uh, your former mentor, perhaps uh, still your mentor, has said that by joining politics, you actually divided the anti-corruption movement. He said that he wouldn't vote for the Aam Admi Party. Your reaction to that? Uh, I would say that that was the only option left with us. I mean, if you if you think that by just doing the movement on the streets and by keeping on pleading and pleading before BJP and Congress would have given us a strong Lokpal bill, I am not convinced anymore. And most of the people are not convinced. For instance, last time when we sat on Anshan and when there was a lesser crowd, I actually talked to many people and they said that, sir, we really respect you. But you are making a fool, you are living in a fool's paradise if you think that BJP or Congress will give you a strong Lokpal bill. Why are you sitting on Anshan? These people will not. And that is why we had to enter politics because we feel that unless we completely cleanse the political system by being a part of the system, things are not going to change. Tell me, Arvind Kejriwal, so the, the big question, of course, would be you said that uh, your party will contest election in Delhi and Madhya Pradesh uh, next year. Tell me, the, quest, the big question is, will you actually contest elections? Will you put your money where your mouth is? Do you think you'll be able to win on your, ante, on your Lokpal bill agenda? We have not thought about it yet. You, you've not thought if you will contest? There's not much time left. It's next year. We'll soon do that. On first, from 1st March onwards, we'll start uh, our process of selection of candidates. So you, you may be part of candidates, but tell me, I, are you nervous about actually fighting an election? Because that will be when the politicians say, we'll prove whether the Arvind Kejriwal movement has steam or not. No, no, once we are, <laughs> why should we be uh, nervous about it? Uh, because it's not easy fighting an election. It's not easy getting people to actually vote for you. I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. The only thing is that since we, it is not me, which is, most of these political parties, they are in this game for power. Mm -hmm. So therefore they would go to 10 Jyotshis and astrologies and find out what is in it for them. We are not here for power. We are now, not here for my own career. I am not here for... But now Mr. Kejriwal, you seem to be taken a leaf out of Rahul Gandhi's book, Power is Poison. Then why are you in politics? No, I am not. <laughs> Please don't compare me with him. <laughs> no, but isn't it the same argument? Power is like poison? 
पावर बिकम्स पॉइजन इफ यू एक्सरसाइज दैट पावर इरिस्पॉन्सिबली पावर बिकम्स पॉइजन वेन इट गेट्स कॉन्सेंट्रेटेड इन द हैंड ऑफ अ फ्यू पीपल when you completely decentralize this power when you give the power in the hands of the people then it becomes a responsibility so uh, whereas rahul gandhi says that power is poison he forgets that his own father when he brought the constitutional amendment bill 73rd and 74th amendment they were corresponding amendments right. at that time in his time he made a very brilliant speech in parliament mr rajiv gandhi mm -hmm. and he said that till such time as the political power is completely decentralized the problems of this country can never be solved if you try to run the entire country from delhi or from the state capitals power is going to become poison so i think he should he should read what his father the speeches that he made in the parliament and i think there lies the answer uh, to what he said mr kejriwal uh, thank you very much uh, for joining me i spoke to arvind kejriwal earlier this evening and thank you all my special guest for joining me but let me just go across to someone else who has just joined us and he's the man who i think india is supporting joining me tonight is tamil superstar kamal hassan uh, sir thanks very much for joining me this evening i'm just going to give a quick update of what happened today with the whole vishwarupam battle my first and foremost priority is the maintenance of law and order i have no personal grudge against anyone my chief minister stopped forward and said i have nothing to do with this you know that now that she is she is helping us why would i need to go there mr kamala hasan has said that he has pledged all his properties and he stands to lose everything if the film is not released now mr kamala hasan is nearing 60 is to take a calculated risk a calculated gamble an emotional outburst i said something about leaving the country if this happens again i would seriously think of leaving the country and not threatening and hurt this is my place roti clad avesti clad tamil should become the prime minister now why should i take offense to such a statement no, that mr kamala hasan does not select the prime minister of the country if i have if i do have an adversary it is mr karnanidhi himself and this kind of squabbling is not going to take us anywhere i think uh, he has got a lot of homework to do i think he hasn't heard about the tamil nadu cinemas regulation act of 1955 agar unke paas koi gupt suchna thi या कोई ऐसी सूचना थी जिसको मध्यनजर रखते हुए उन्होंने कोई फैसला किया है तो सही ये रहेगा और बेहतर ये रहेगा कि वो अपनी बात अदालत के सामने रखें मिस्टर कमल हासन थैंक यू वेरी मच फॉर जॉइनिंग मी टुनाइट 24 फोर आवर्स हैव पास सर सिंस योर इमोशनल आउटबर्स्ट डू यू फील देर होप टूडे यस आई एम वेरी ग्रेटफुल टू द Chief Minister of Tamil Nadu uh, for uh, clearing me out doubt everybody were saying so many things mm -hmm. rumors there were rumors that uh, she's angry with me all that is dispelled and I'm so happy grateful and um, uh, yes I took a, a calculated risk because that's what I do every time mm -hmm. and um, I've slowly over time understood the risks and how to take it. So she's right. She's absolutely right. And 
it's, I've been in this industry for 50 years and a lot of people have taught me good things, um, expertise, technique, and I put it all into this film and I was very sure it's going to come out all right, and it had. And so I bet everything I had. Most businessmen do that. I hope a compromise will actually be worked out. But tell me, sir, have you been told, have you been advised, as I say, by well-wishers that you better compromise? You can't take on a state. The chief minister, what, whatever you may say, or whatever your personal feelings may be, the chief minister will control the state. She decides law I, and order. Do you feel you, had to, you have no choice but to compromise? No, no, I'm always willing to compromise and I don't need advisors to tell me that uh, the chief minister uh, of a state is, uh, has got more responsibility than a single filmmaker. She's responsible for the whole uh, state. So when I was speaking, I was ready because th there was uh, the honorable judge who was telling me that the, the income of one man is more important than... I truly agree. To that also with the Honorable Judge and what I was saying is I'm willing to set it all aside. It is not important. I'll lose a lot of money. I'll lose my house. Mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter. It's a house I bought. It's, I didn't build it myself. So it's bought with money and uh, I'm very sure uh, uh, with all the uh, good advice and great directors, story writers, I write stories yeah. and direct films myself. I can make back all the money. So that's fine. And I can't, why should I take on the state? I'm, what I'm taking on is irrational uh, acts in the name of religion. Mm -hmm. And that's what my most, most of my films talk about. Do you feel, but sir, do you feel the point, do you feel your film would have been such a law and order problem that there would policemen would be needed in every theater because of the content of your film? No, I don't think so, but you can make anything into a controversy in this country. It's a, quite an intolerant country. That's what I meant, that how long can this go on? Okay, there is, uh, we're talking of uh, Honorable Chief Minister Jail al uh, in power today, but it has happened to me before, mm -hmm. during Hiram, and uh, the, that time it was not the Muslims, or should I say it was not even, not just the Muslims alone. Mm -hmm. There were the Hindus, there were the Muslims. Well, I don't know if I make a Christian film tomorrow. They might uh, get angry with that. And if it speaks hard truth or inconvenient truth, then I'm sure there, but the, the truth will have to be faced. I mean, we'll have to keep facing it to chisel ourselves. You as a society. You said, sir, that you feel Tamil Nadu doesn't want you anymore. I think the people of Tamil Nadu, the film stars, we had Dhanush on yesterday talking about his heart bleeding for you. Every film star worth his salt, whether it was in Tamil Nadu, whether it was Salman Khan, has spoken out in your support. Do you feel gladdened by that? Do you mean, did you mean that Tamil Nadu's politicians didn't want you? What did you mean when you said Tamil of Nadu course. didn't want you? Of Who doesn't want you in Tamil Nadu? It, it sounded, see, I'm a lost man sitting there and uh, telling me Muslims are hating you, there are bombs found everywhere. And uh, uh, there wasn't anybody till I said the statement. I was 
uh, sitting there alone. Mm -hmm. People had various reasons. They thought, we thought our coming and intruding might disturb your, or make your trouble deepen your ditch that you've already dug for yourself kind mm -hmm. of a thing. But ultimately they came when, uh, I don't know what I did to touch that emotional card in them. They were there. And uh, I then realized that probably if I had called up Mr. Salman or Shah Rukh and said, look, I'm in trouble, they would have come, I think. Now I know. Mm -hmm. When I'm in trouble, I'll call these guys. But I didn't know what to do. But, so nobody came. And when they came, I was overwhelmed. It, it, I was submerged in love. And I thanked them. And, um, the, and for me, I was talking in another interview, I was saying it was 30th January yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, and with these kind of rumors, misunderstanding, long-brewed hatred, we shot a man dead. He was a very important man for me. Mm -hmm. Not because he's on my rupee note. And... Uh, it's all happening to me. I'm very emotional about uh, Mr. Mohandas Karamchand Gandhi. Notice I'm not calling him mm -hmm. God or Mahatma. He's a great statesman, fantastic man. And he's emulatable. You can emulate him. That's the simplicity of his life. But you must have uh, great courage to do it. Mm -hmm. That's what I was telling my fans, quoting from him. I was asking, urging them to maintain calm and peace because so many newses, news, were, were, I mean, so bad stuff was reaching them and they were trying to react to it. I said, don't. The height of valor is ahimsa, non-violence. So show them you can be heroes. Exactly. Not only to the Muslim brothers, to anybody who is trying to rabble rouse. And they kept, uh, they took my advice, kept the word. They're my brave boys, my brothers. And I thank them. Your family and also those brothers has been remarkable. Came though. without asking. I think the fan behavior, your oh, fan behavior, they're fantastic been guys. I've been what? Yes, uh, no, sir. Just you know, they've been trained. We've trained together. Mm -hmm. uh, just to ask, uh, Kamal sir, when you made that point also about it being a political game, just to ask, you'll never praise. Any politician again, I think, given the fallout and regardless of what of clarification, what when you say political game, do you think there was a what was the political reason you were referring to? Politics can be played in any part in cinema, in direction, in uh, unionism, and uh, a, a man simply found that he was not having enough funds, or uh, church was not getting as much money in. So he suddenly came up with a brilliant idea a thousand years back, Pope Urban II, and said, why don't we go into Arabia uh, and fight for, for the cross, the crusades. The crusades. Mm -hmm. That's politics. And it continues to yeah, today in it's, India it's, today. Uh, it's, it's, it's politics. And again, again, in uh, after uh, the Twin Tower Falls, the President of America announces thousand years later that it's crusades all over again and that's politics and, and mf Hussain dies outside india mf Hussain dies outside india and yeah i don't know where i'll die but i like to die a happy man and uh, um, not a uh, rich man but a contented artist
Do you feel today, sir, that you have stood true to yourself, to your art, to your film? Today, even there has been an offer of a possible compromise, but we know that still the film is still being seen as a law and order problem. Do you feel today that you have stood true to your principles? I think I have because the film has seen the day of light. Today, it's seeing uh, uh, rather film sees darkness rather than light. So it's uh, projected in a dark room. So the film is being viewed in Singapore. It's already gone uh, to release in USA. Uh, and okay, those are all uh, Western countries uh, and uh, Asian countries. I'm talking about a film releasing in Kerala, in Malabar, in uh, much before Tamil Nadu is going to see the film. It it is released in Bangalore, and uh, there hasn't been any riots there. I don't know. That's what saddened me. That it's running everywhere else except my home state. In fact, uh, sir, hopefully this will make you happy because we know that so many uh, so so many people from Tamil Nadu have gone there. I just want to play a quick clip for you of fans of yours who have travelled to Kerala, to Karnataka to actually watch your movie and then get your reaction. Let me just play that for you right now. This place hosts three cinema halls which is running with 96% attendance. People are flocking to these theatres to watch the movies. Even people from Tamil Nadu have come all the way here. Many of them have not got the tickets the day they came so they stayed over to watch the movie. We used to see the Kamal's film the very first show but unfortunately this time this movie didn't came in Tamil Nadu. We are so sad. We wait for a week but after that we came to know the movie is released on other states. Kamal has movies can watch not only one time. It can be gone. Uh, we used to watch three four times. You have come here for this movie. Do you think this was in any way um, hindering or hurting the communal sensibility? No, I don't think it's uh, hurting any communities. It's actually showing a major social issue. Here in Hyderabad, Vishwarupam has been running to packed houses both in Tamil as well as in Telugu. Few people have just walked out of the theatre after watching the film. How did you like it? Yeah, it's a very good uh, higher budget movie uh, with a good Hollywood style. And each and every moment of the movie is highly inspiring and it's a very good movie to be seen by everyone. Now we are told that Tamil Nadu will get to see an average version. Uh, are you happy you were able to see it without any cuts? Yes, very, very happy about that. Second time we are seeing the movie again uh, in the last, you know, three, four days. And I think uh, it'll be unfortunate if there are cuts because this is one movie, I think, in recent times that have shown a human side to terrorists. To explode at our command in your city. What do you feel about the ban in Tamil Nadu and the delay in Karnataka as well for release? Uh, the ban of this, uh, for this movie in Tamil Nadu is, uh, I think it is because of political uh, act. It is not uh, for uh, the movie or, the, or what the artist has done. The artist has to be encouraged instead of uh, discouraging and the film has to be released as early as possible. You've seen the film. Do you find anything offensive in it that there might Nothing, be? I think ma'am, technically this is one of the best movies what we have seen in recent times. About the ban, it's been banned? It is should be condemned. Why, why do you feel so? Because any individual liberty it is curtailing. Yes. Because once the censor film has given, a lot of specialists they are given, yes. there is no reason to ban that film. Kamal Hassan, India has shown they want you. We've had three states there, states which have all got sizable Muslim communities. They've all gone to see the film and they've said they love the film and they love you. Do you feel today, sir, that you are wanted, treasured and cherished 
in your country? Yes, but artists need reaffirmation. We come back for applause, like they come back for entertainment. Applause is our uh, entertainment and truly is a currency which will stay with us. So I'm very happy. This, this is what I was trying to say. Uh, you cannot find it. You can always invent your cause if you want to cause trouble. And I think the cause is invented. And Muslims, brothers, have seen it. They liked it. And... Uh, and no you actually, the hero is a Muslim. No, I think no one stressed enough that the hero, you play the hero who's a Muslim in the movie. Yes, but there are so many things I don't want to say. They thought I'm hiding something. The reason is it's a suspense spy thriller. You can't be telling every scene to my Muslim brethren to say that. To, to, yes. I thought, wait and see the film. They didn't. When they saw it, actually the reaction when... Uh, they saw the film, I didn't for a moment suspect that it's come, going to come to this. Kamal Hassan, finally we hope and I thank all yes. the fans who have finally, who, who sir, came out of the testimonials, uh, which, which are actually, yeah, you were asking something. I'm please. so sorry, there's a slight audio delay, so I'm sorry. Finally, sir, we've seen a white flag being waved in a sense, a possible compromise. Will the film be chopped and released in Tamil Nadu? What are you willing to do for the film to be released? Will there be major uh, cuts? Apparently, the first in the field no, of about an hour should, be, should chopped. be chopped. I'll talk to my Muslim brothers because I don't think so. Tomorrow, you'll see the clean, full version in whole of India. Mm -hmm. uh, it's still to release in Tamil Nadu. Portions of Tamil Nadu, though it's not called Tamil Nadu, Pondicherry has already released it. Mm -hmm. They speak Tamil in that land and a little bit of French. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Kamala Hassan, thank you so very much. Tomorrow, mm -hmm. the 1st of February, it's going to be released. So uh, more testimonials uh, by, from my Muslim brothers and other, uh, other caste community creed, especially cinema lovers, will come forth. And I'm, um, and I'm very sure that I'll stand cleared of all, all these accusations. Kamal sir, thank you very much for joining me this evening. We hope that film is released in Tamil Nadu as soon as possible. Thank, thank you. you very much for joining me. My hope too. Thank you. Thanks. Well, that's it. India Decides at 9. Coming up next, our special with members of the Justice Varma panel right after this. <laughs>